Let the young people know that Mary loves them, that they will find a mother in her, that they will find a teacher in her, that they will find a guide in her. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Valdoko Podcast. I'm Vicky. And I'm Steve. And we have a special guest today. Who is here? Hi everyone, my name is Sister Elfie. <laughs> Hi Sister Elfie. So Hi guys, you. thank you for having me here. Good, we are another podcast on the road. Mm-hmm. We are in Porchester, New York. Woohoo! Welcome. Sitting on the floor <laughs> in a beautiful living room with a Christmas tree <laughs> at the Sisters Convent in, po- in Porchester. And Sister Elfie, thank you for having us. Yes, and, thank uh, you. I know this here. is long awaited. Yes. Mm-hmm. Planning yeah, yeah. and planning and finally it's here. It right. worked. Yeah, so we are... Praise Jesus. Yeah, very happy, very mm-hmm. blessed to be here. And um, sister, we're just going to ask you a few questions here. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a tradition that we've begun um, to get to know our guest a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So it's called this or that. You just have two choices. So we give you a choice of this or that, and you choose one or the other. Simple questions. Easy, easy. It's really easy. Okay. You're going to get it. You'll All right. Let's do it. It's easy. You want to go first? You want me to go? Simple question. Do you prefer cursive or print when you write? Uh, why can't it be both and? What's no, no, wrong sister, with this question? <laughs> that this sounds like that. my answers. <laughs> Which do you prefer? Which makes you... Have you read my handwriting? I have not. Okay, it's... Cursive. It's cursive, I guess. Okay, cursive. cursive. Sure. Good, good answer. Yeah, your little notes. But you know, Father Steve can't read cursive. Oh, did you go to Catholic school? Exactly. I did not go to Catholic middle school. So use me as an example of why we need Catholic education. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Vicky. That was not even like a second of... uh... I couldn't help it. It's just right there. Okay, that's okay. We still love you. We love you. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate you and your... (laughs) Okay, anyway, sister. All right. Your defects. Okay, this or that. Um, Advent music or Christmas music? Christmas music. I agree. Definitely. I agree with that. Advent music in mass, Christmas music in the classroom. That's true. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. My second question is ice cream or sherbet? Ice cream. Of course. I'm so. lactose intolerant, but I do like ice cream. Wow, okay. <laughs> dedication to ice cream. That's, that's oh, a yeah. dedication. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, and the last one is just a preference of how you say something. So is it pecan or pecan? Okay, definitely the second one. Pecan? Pecan? Did you say pecan? Pecan was the pecan? first one. Pecan? Pecan. Or pecans. pecan. I don't know. Pecans. 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 <laughs> I would say just pecans. I don't even know. This Wait. is like, okay, did I tell you that English is my second language? You did. Okay, so um, pecans. However I say it, it's pecans. And everybody in the convent understands. And the little I think, But I think that means that it's the first one for Okay, you. the first one then. The first one. Thanks, sister. <laughs> Will you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, uh, how long have you been a sister? Uh, what do you do as a sister? Like, your job? During the well, day? first of all, I love who I am and who God called me to be. And um, so I first uh, met the Salesian Sisters in 2009. Um, a little bit about me. I have a, an older sister and I have two nephews, and they go to a Salesian school, so I'm very happy with that. Um, my sister and I were born in Nigeria. My parents were working there. My dad was an engineer. My, teach- my mom was a teacher. And um, uh, they got married, and we- they had us, and uh, my-, my parents decided to raise us in the Philippines. Um, I love kids growing up. I've always been a part of a youth group and all that stuff. Um, being with other kids is just something that 
we truly enjoy my sister and I in the Philippines growing up. We never had to stay home, just go outside, play, you know. Um, another thing is that um, being a sister for eight years, so I'm eight years old, <laughs> I just made perpetual vows in 2020. 2020. <laughs> wow. wow, 2020. It was just perfect. You know, it was COVID. God really wanted me to focus on what it is to say my final yes to him. And every day it's my yes to do his work. Um, I teach here in Port Chester. I teach second grade. I love them. I call all my kids my angels. <laughs> Another sister said, oh, yeah, that's just an excuse for you not to memorize their name. But that's not true. <laughs> I call all my kids angels, and I believe it's because of them that I become holy. And that's what Don Bosco and Mother Mozzarella did. You know, like the young people are truly the reason why God has called us into this life, and they are the reason why we're going to get to heaven. It's because of them. So, how about you? Would you like to say something about yourself? No, they really don't. Oh, people really don't. Okay, I'm sure you guys want. Okay, say something. One thing that the audience who always yeah, who one one thing that you know um they haven't known about you like a fact. Come on, Father, you that they've never heard. Yeah, Father, you go first. It's putting me on the spot here. I'm going to edit this out anyways. <laughs> <laughs> the quiet. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, you said I could ask questions. Yeah, yeah. We're too soon, sister. Too okay. soon. Oh, you freaked him out. Remember, he's on edge today. <laughs> I think you need some coffee. No, okay. I'm good. I'm good. No, you don't want to um, answer that? No, I can answer. I mean, I met the Slesians in Africa. Oh, look You at said that. that. That's not new factual information. <laughs> <sighs> I, uh, I have two sisters. Boring. <laughs> That's good. Shout them That's out. That's good. See, audience. Shout out to my sisters. Two sisters. Father Steve has two sisters. And my friend Vicky. Um, I have a lot of siblings. Okay. There's how do I do math? There's seven more. Oh, praise Jesus. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, what a awesome. Mixed family. Okay. Yeah. Thanks Thank you. a lot. Hi everyone. They went. Hey. <laughs> uh, but to set the scene. <laughs> To set the scene for this, because uh, for, for those of you who haven't listened to the other podcast, you know, we're coming off of four podcasts about basically what is Valdoco. Okay, so just to recap really quick, we have a home that welcomes, we have a school that prepares for life, we have a parish that evangelizes, and we have a playground where friends can meet. This is the foundation, this is Valdoco, this is the experience, this is what we try to create in all of our uh, Salesian works that this is the environment that Don Bosco had way back when in Valdoco and what we try to live here but Don Bosco was a father he was a friend he was a guide he was there at the at the oratory but it was not a home if we didn't have a mother a mother <laughs> that's beautiful right. that's and so today we speak about the mother we speak about we can speak a little bit about Mar- Mama Margaret if we want to but today's episode is really dedicated to our Blessed Virgin Mary because this episode will be released on the Immaculate Conception. Wow. Yes. So we'll speak a little bit about Mary and who better to speak about Mary than a daughter of Mary Help of Christians. Wow. It's an honor, really. <laughs> How beautiful. It's um, when you mentioned, when you told me about Sister King, share about Mary and um, I felt a little bit little, maybe you there's someone else who's more, you know, knowledgeable or who had a better experience of Mary and um, my little with my little experience that I had with Mary it's just 
beautiful. You're right. Um, a daughter of Mary will always be a daughter of Mary. And wherever you go, Mary, that's one of the message Mary would always say in all of her appar apparitions that I am your mother, you know. Um, so that's beautiful. And thank you so much for allowing me to speak of that. You know, Don Bosco was, uh, started his work really with the direct intervention of Mary. You know, we talk about all these different aspects of the oratory, but all of that foundation is Mary. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, the Daughters of Mary Help of Christians were made, I don't know if a lot of people know, but Don Bosco was wor were working with the boys in Valdoco, mm -hmm. and they didn't know that somewhere in Mornese, up in the top of Italy, <laughs> um, Mother Mazzarello was doing already the work that Don Bosco was doing there exactly taking care of the girls teaching them trade te bring them closer to jesus and mary and um when don pesserino bumped into don bosco and was talking and don pesserino wanted to become a Salesians. he was the diocesan priest and said don bosco we have the same thing in Mornese. and um don bosco was like i have to go and visit and of course, everybody in Mornese, Don Bosco's coming. You know, everybody. I'm like, can you imagine a rock star is coming <laughs> to your little town in Mornese? Have you been to Mornese? No. Oh my goodness, mm -hmm. you guys have to be there. It's like this little town that, okay, who would go there? There's nothing to see, vineyards and stuff, but Don Bosco is going to come, you know? And Mother Mazzarella was preparing, and Don Bosco was bringing all his boys and all that stuff. And. Mother Mazzarello with the girls and all the women in Mornese were preparing food and whatnot. And when Don Bosco was giving his famous goodnight, Mother Mazzarello and all the women, they were at the back, but she persisted and went forward. And there's some magnet there that like, and, and she said, this man is a saint. And so whatever it is that Don Bosco said, it's like, I will do it, you know. And so Don Bosco shared with Don Pesarino his desire mm -hmm. to build a school for the boys. And then eventually they found out that boys, they thought it was going to be for the boys, it was going to be for the girls. Mm -hmm. And so that was an uproar there. But to cut the long story short, um, when Don Bosco finally said, what we're doing, what I'm doing for the boys, you're going to do for the girls. Mm -hmm. And with all of the things that Don Bosco received, the graces through the intervention of Mary, intercession of Mary, he said, I will make this daughters of Mary, help of Christian, you, the sisters, will be the living monument of gratitude to Mary. And the beautiful thing about that monument, you see monuments like a statue, it's still. You know, you see a, a rock, this monument is for in behalf of memory of whatever. But Don Bosco was so wise. He said, this is a living monument of my gratitude to Mary, to what she's done for us. So this means it's life-giving. It's continuing. Don Bosco doesn't like something stagnant. And it's beautiful that you mentioned about Valdoco. Don Bosco's Valdoco, Don Bosco's time is how many years ago? but Valdoco is still alive. Mm -hmm. The spirit of Mornese that Mother Mazzarello lived, the joy, the family that we have still exists in our time. It's living, it's breathing, it's alive. And, um, and that's why we call Daughters of Mary Help of Christians. Mm -hmm. And um, some in here in the United States were more known as the Salesian Sisters, but everywhere on, 
all around the world. Filia Mariosi Lietrice. Oh, yes. <laughs> Eviva, Mother Mazzarello. You know, Eviva Don Bosco in that. So it's, it's a beautiful gift to be part of this wonderful living monument of gratitude and that. So, yeah. Amen. Amen. And now you, there are many of you, no? In formation, I mean, our congregation, the Salesian Sisters, the Daughters of Mary Help Christians. Yes, believe it or not, um, we are the largest women religious yeah. in the whole world. Yeah. And Mother Yvonne, who just finished a term, is holding a very good, you know, a place that Father Pope Francis had asked her to be um, leading the women religious and that. And it's a very important role. Um, she's still in, I believe, in the general house um, because of that role that, she, oh, that the Pope Francis had asked her. Wow. Yes, yes. We're so blessed. And, you know, when um, we just celebrated here in New Jersey the 100th year of the sisters living in North Halden, where Mary Help is. Wow. And so um, Monsignor Kupke, who celebrated Mass, and said, you know, we are so blessed that you're having Mass because a century ended and a century starting. But a lot of orders, you know, like they're having Mass that they're going to start closing it down. Mm-hmm. And it's true. And Don Bosco and Mother Mazzarello said, you know, if the daughters of Mary help of help of Christians keep always in mind humility, poverty, and obedience, Mary will continue to bless us with vocations. We just had two sisters who made profession last year. And in the West, we have four aspirants in that. So we are truly blessed. You know, this is one of the number of novices we have. It's a big problem because we don't know where to put them in our novitiate you know like so the places where we used to have the sisters the novices are there so it's a praise jesus for this problem yeah Yeah, bring it on lord let's let's do that yes so yeah that's amazing and it really is i mean the fact because we were reflecting on the other podcast that you know the small place of turin of becky of you know where don bosco started but the same in mornese you know this small little country town this Woman who said yes to God, and now the largest woman's religious, you know, consecrated religious all throughout the world in all hundred, you know, hundred and something countries, um, still continuing what she started there mm-hmm. is, you know, it's, it's wild. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. It is really wild. So you know, we're so blessed to also have founders. You know, like Don Bosco mm-hmm. had a dream when he was nine. Right. When Mary Mazzarello had her vision, she didn't have a dream like Don Bosco, but. It was when Mother Mazzarella, if you read about her, she's she's like um, a type A, type one personality. Okay. <laughs> she gets things done. She's like loving. She's hardworking. And even like his father, they want a vineyard. His mm-hmm. father's like, okay, Mayin, can you like do me a favor? Cut some slack a little bit because my workers looks like they're not working because you're doing all the job and they don't want to come back to work. Can you like stop? Just take it slow. <laughs> like father, but like I got to do what I need to do, you know. And every time she would always gaze to where the church is and whatnot. And how good God is that there was a typhoid and Mary Mazzarella caught it because she had to take care of her family members. And it was there that God called her and Mary had a special vision for Mary Mazzarello Mm -hmm. that when she was going home, she was devastated, you know, like, what will I do now? I can't work in the vineyard. I'm useless. Then she sees all these girls in the little town, in the little hill playing, and she hears the voice, I entrust them to you. 
Now, it wasn't as like Don Bosco with the wolves and like sheep and like <laughs> Jesus coming in. So here's your teacher, you know, like he will be, she will be your guide. And, um, but Mary Mazzarello, um, that instant, the words, I entrust them to you as daughters of Mary, help of Christians, we take that to heart that every single person that we are entrusted with. Mary says, I entrust that to you. And I'm sure Don Bosco says the same thing. For every Salesian, this young person that walks into your house, it's not by accident. Mm -hmm. Our Blessed Mother brings the young people into her house, you know, and her mantle is with that child and that family. I entrust them to you. And so from then on, Mary thought of a trade of what she can do. She was humbled by Jesus, by God, to know that you can only trust in me alone, but don't worry, because I will always give you a teacher, a mother. Don Bosco never had like money to go to school, but don't worry. Trust in me, and I will give you the right people along the way. It's the same parallel thing. The Holy Spirit was so real, and Mary truly had her hand in our congregation that this is truly hers and that. Right? Beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. Really? Mm-hmm. It's giving me chills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop talking about her. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Great. So I think we we kind of passed. So here we have the Daughters of Mary Hubble Christians. We know that Mary was very influential in Don Bosco's life and uh, Mary Mazzarello's life. But then maybe we can get a little personal testimony of perhaps where you have seen the intercession of the Blessed Mother or maybe some what are your practices of how to continue this devotion and how to keep her present in your So, I don't know if you, but the Salesians, we, the congregation, we always have an entrustment to Mary every morning. So every single day, we pray for all our pupils, our collaborators, every single one who we have right now and the one who we had before. And that's a big thing. Don Rua, I believe, had um, had that happen, that we were going to have that entrustment to Mary. But just to share a personal experience, you know, um, becoming a sister was not the most easiest thing that I think I would have ventured in. Um, in 2006, I, I asked God, like, Lord, it's at the point we're in, I'm a young adult, like, what is it that you want from me? You know, and so I went on retreat and you know, I write, you know, when, when it's, it's true, like you ask something, be specific. Jesus said that, okay? <laughs> ask and you shall receive. Don't just say like, grant me a peaceful day. Like be specific. Grant me the understanding to understand my kids and get on and be able to finish the day and whatever. So I was doing that and I wrote down a few lists of Jesus, for Jesus to consider my vocation. <laughs> if you want me for married life, this is it. If you want single, if you want me to be a religious sister, which I'm sure you do not, <laughs> these are my terms. So never really like test God like that. But anyway, so I did say to Jesus, you know, I'm giving you three years, you know, three years and that's it. If you don't show me the right path in three years, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I just thought you have to do something. Um So finally, I went to visit some um, different religious orders for a come and see, but I never really like um, search for them. They either a friend referred it or something. So I went to a uh, a come and see with a Cistercian. I have no clue what a Cistercian <laughs> order is, but I just went there. Cistercians are more cloistered, quiet, 
and um, I met with the director of um, the vocation director, and I was sharing with her. So can you imagine me a Cistercian? Yeah. Well, maybe if God really called me to become a Cistercian, I would have. But <laughs> anyway, closer, yes, I, don't know. I know. So I told her my passion for young people and my love for teaching. I was teaching special ed when I graduated for six years. Okay, oh. after I graduated, and um, she said, "Well, how, why, why don't you try the Salesians?" I'm like, okay, let's go. I went for a come and see. Sister Colleen was the vocation director. <laughs> she took me to Catholic Underground. Nice. And that was my first time going to a place by myself. I'm scared to go to a place. I'm always with a friend. I never eat outside by myself. So, like, Sister Colleen was a rock star there. Everybody knows her. Like, I'm just <laughs> listening. After adoration, we had this, like, um, like you know, praise and worship, whatever happens. Mm-hmm. In- so, the guy was playing music, and it looked like a wallflower. And I'm just like standing, I'm like, I, I want to go home. I don't want to be here and stuff. So I'm like, and then this guy was just playing music. And I was like, you know what? It would be, re- this is in my head. You know, it would be really cool if you just play something contemporary, like something I could sing on. Like the next song was Jason Mraz's, um, I forget. I'm yours. I'm yours. <laughs> and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That's all of this is my head. And then like, okay. It's like, okay, how about something like a praise and worship that I know? So then a song came up like undignified with something like a, a kid, a kid's song that they made it. And I'm like, okay, okay, this is pretty cool. I'm like, okay, one more. This is nice. But like, how about a song for Mary? Like, this is all about you. This is me like talking to Jesus in my head. The next song, I kid you not, was Mary's song. I was freaked out. And I said, listen, mother, I was just joking. You know, you didn't have to answer that quick, you know? So... Anyway, so I said, okay, it seems like this is this is the right path where I am. I'm going to go home and tell my father and um, my mom. And, of course, as a Filipino family, they're very devoted to the Blessed Mother and Jesus. They like priests and nuns, but not just their children. Okay, so you can be a priest and nun, but just don't take my child. <laughs> so my father was furious. He's like, she, he felt like... I betrayed him. I didn't put you to Catholic school all your life and wasted all the money and blah, blah, blah. It was really hurtful. But anyway, I still entered in August of 2009, and that was literally three years. Looking back, God gave me, I told him three years. It was three years. (laughs) And then I was devastated, but I still did it because that's where my heart was. And so my dad would be like, he doesn't talk to me and that. And so the, the sisters were very kind and said, Mary will take your place in your family. Don't worry. Pray this novena to St. John Bosco, O Mary, most powerful virgin, great and illustrious defender of the church. Wonderful help of Christians. We know that prayer. I would pray that every day, especially when I'm home, because my dad, when you go to your home visit, and like, are you still going to do that thing that you do? And like, it's just not worth it, you know? You want a house? I'll get you a house. You want daycare? I'll get you. know, like trying to... And I said, no, dad, let's just give me a chance. And so it was really hard for four years going home, coming back. It was just very heavy. Then after that, um, I'm making first vows. And um, I told my mom, dad doesn't have to come if he doesn't feel like he wants to. He's like, no, 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 he'll come. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Okay, great. Now he's going to make a scene. Because when Sister Colleen came to visit our house, he didn't even talk to her. He just went in his room and just, I said to sister, this is not my dad. You have to understand. He's friendly, very hospitable. Like, he's like, I understand. I understand. Sister Colleen was, I'm used to this. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> anyway, so 
I was really praying that prayer Don Bosco had. And um, I said, Dad, you know, you don't really have to, you know, be here. Like, And he just asked me, are you happy? And I said, I am. I am very happy. He started crying. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, you're crying. And I'm like, so he was just, that. the thing as parents is that they just want their child to be happy. Mm-hmm. And to see me, I guess, all of the things, misconceptions of sisters, of what the life is going to be and all that stuff. And we assured, my the sisters assured him, Don Bosco said the parents are the first benefactors of the, of the solutions, mm-hmm. you know. And the same with Don Bosco, Mama Margaret, you know. And um, Mother Mazzarello, her dad, her mom helped Mother Mazzarello when they needed food mm-hmm. in the, the dormitory and stuff like that. So my dad was very happy. And now, what does the sister need? My dad is like, okay, what did the sister want? I'm like, what about what I want? Like, oh, okay, the sister want this? And like, it's all about the sisters. It's just a beautiful transition. For me, that's one of the greatest miracles. It takes four years in the making. But you know, Mary called you for her son, and she will do everything. And I'm so blessed because since I left, Mary really took my place there because my dad didn't get sick. He has a heart problem, not as severe before. And my mom's doing well. My my sister, my nephews. It's just, it's beautiful. It's like Mary saying, Elfie, I'll take care of your family. Just take care of what my son wants you to do. Yeah. You know, it's just beautiful. And every day here at school, teaching the kids and entrusting them to Mary and letting them know that Mary loves them. That's it. And Don Bosco wants to, you know, he said, let the young people know that Mary loves them, that they will find a mother in her, that they will find a teacher in her, that they will find a guide in her. And that's the most beautiful thing that we are a Marian congregation, you know. Um, We talk about the preventive system. We say it's the good shepherd. But if you really look at it, um, who would teach Jesus to be kind and gentle? Mm-hmm. It's the mother. You would think of Don Bosco, you know, the dream of Jesus appearing to him and like, but wait, I'm going to give you a teacher. Why? Because who taught Jesus? Yeah. Mary. Who is the best teacher that will teach you the way I want you to take care of my, my young people? It will be my mom. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Mother Mazzarello. So I feel like that experience of my dad, every single time, I in, you know I invoke her name Mary help of Christians pray for us it is the most powerful name that I know Mary will push that through and make it happen if that's the will of her son you know and it's just beautiful it's it's interesting because I call I tell the kids call him call her mama or mother Mary not just Mary you know because mm-hmm. it's so endearing it's just and they love they just the kids love Mary so much um, that I know that Mary's mantle is always with them, you know, especially in this beautiful feast of the Immaculate Conception mm-hmm. where in Don Bosco, ask young people, ask for three graces, you know, ask to always be pure and strive for purity, ask that you will never sin, commit a mortal sin, and ask that you will always be in good company with your friends. And that's what Don Bosco's devotion to the Immaculate, Heart, Immaculate Mary is because of the virtue 
Don Bosco, where he finds himself in Valdoco, a place where, Mary, you really wanted Valdoco, me to start this place. It's a place where you do not want to put kids in there. It's like a place of sin. Let's just put it that way. But Mary appeared in Don Bosco and said, I want it right here. The martyrs laid their life here, and I want you to start here. And so even that, Mary would say to Don Bosco, it doesn't matter if there's sin so much around, I will take care of that as long as the young people holds on to me. And that. Yeah. Did I answer your question? I know I talked a, a few, all the time. I, <laughs> I don't know. I was just like... <laughs> you, did, you did steal my reflection. Every Wednesday, I give a reflection, and that was going to be the one of the three graces. Oh, so, there you go. <laughs> you know what? It's so, like great minds think alike. You know, it's just, yeah, I just, uh, I'm just, yeah, I just can't help. I love, I love the Blessed Mother. It's just, I just hope that every single person will have that. Um, if they don't want to call it devotion, but that's just relationship. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's what it is, a relationship that yeah. continues to grow. Yeah. yeah. And then it's simple. But I think even Don Bosco at the end of his life, you know, he, he sees everything that Mary brought him to and, and he begins to weep, you know, because he, he says he didn't have enough faith or if only he had more faith. But something that is, you're not going to recognize it all right away. But yes. it's like a relationship, you know, you're, everything is growing and you're deepening your your knowledge and deepening your love and you have ups and downs and everything but it is more of a relationship than just i don't know the opposite of relationship like, <laughs> <laughs> no relationship no relationship <laughs> i think i think though like i had never heard before i went to a carmelite school and then like in the south but i had never until like later on in my years in high school and then as a college student did i hear the like mary's mantle and like the like the Sijin sisters, I think, do a beautiful job of driving home the idea that like where you are, you're meant to be always. And I think that is like the crazy part. And I say it every time there's a leadership retreat that I'm like, you are meant to be here because there's kids that come on and they're like, what am I doing here? <laughs> they don't want to be there or they're, you know, too cool. And then by the end of the weekend, they're like, yeah, the you know, whatever songs they do, Cotton Eye Joe. Um, but like. They really are like this idea of like Mary's mantle is wrapped around them and continually like wherever they walk, she's there guiding, whether wrong direction, right direction, still there. And I think it's just beautiful that that's a continual like whether it's from the very beginning in Mornese, but that it's made it all the way till now that the so many kids get to walk around even in the back of their head that there is so much protection around them um, and just someone there like just saying like, hey, you got this walk forward. You know, like keep going, keep going. So yeah. beautiful, and I love. I just love that it's that it's part of it. That it's part of the teaching. Yeah, that's like we live and breathe in that kind mm -hmm. of spirit. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. Yeah, you know, it's amazing because um, as Salesian sisters, when Mother Mazzarella was asked to be the mother superior, like of the whole congregation, it's like I am not. Um, the superior of the house. It's Mary. Mm -hmm. So she would even leave the keys on the footsteps of Mary because she's only the vicar mm. and Mary is really the... And until now, this is what we have Mother Chiara who was just elected mm -hmm. as our mother general, mm -hmm. you know? And we continue to say like Mary is really the superior of the institute and, and that. So it's beautiful. You know, sometimes I know it's easy for us religious and I wonder like lay people, you know, like... 
it's easy for us to because it's ingrained in us we have prayer moments we have our rosary and stuff but like it's true like for our cooperators our past pupils people who are listening right now um to really keep that um that relationship with mary and stuff you know that's something that is really challenging at times Mm -hmm. to like pray your rosary every day you know and um invoke her and especially we we always provide opportunities or solutions in our family and stuff but like mary is not just saying i'm not just for you salesians i am for everybody and you are that little vessel Mm -hmm. that i want you to go out there and spread my love to everyone you know so like vicky do you find like as a lay person how do you keep that devotion of mary in your in your life yeah i mean i think um I think Jesus is who I like speak out to more, like little moments in my life. And that's just how I've, because I'm not a very good prayer. is so hard for mm-hmm. me to go back into. But at night, that is the, dear mother Mary of a virgin, help me to save my soul, is the continual. Like that's how I fall asleep every night for sure. Is just, I think it's easy. I think just the, the tradition of it, but it's just the easiest thing to say is that all mm-hmm. the time to just, I don't know. But I think, I think they're, there's always right room for improvement of like praying rosary and making sure that devoting that time uh, because I think it does make a difference. I think for like all the programs that we've done, when you get to sit in prayer like that and just watch, I mean, watching how young people open up to like the prayer around them and how they reflect afterwards and before and just making their way through it. I think there is a huge difference. And so there's a lot of obviously a lot of value in it. But yeah, yeah, that's great. I think that's to mention quickly this tradition because maybe some people know, some people don't who are mm-hmm. listening. This the three Hail Marys. Know that Don Bosco mm-hmm. was, and th- that's what also draws me to the solution spirituality that it is simple. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not meant to be, you know, long hours of prayer. It's not meant to be complicated. It's not meant to be overly pious. It's just meant to be, uh, you know, simple, straight to the point. But Don Bosco was always before going to bed, you know, say your three Hail Marys, dear Mother Mary, ever Virgin, help me to save my soul, mm-hmm. recognizing that. Ultimately, this is about salvation, you know, that I, I do, I never know when, when my day will come and, and to prepare and to ask for help and assistance yeah. from, from our Blessed Mother and then from good friends and from the, that we need grace, you know, we need mm-hmm. grace, we need relationship to, to live this faith and, uh, and that we have a strong protector and intercessor in yes. Mary yes. and to call upon that, you know, every evening. So it's a, it's a beautiful tradition that we have in all our works. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to do it personally, it's something that I I never would have done when I was younger. But I mean, since I met the Salesians, mm-hmm. it's, that's probably been the most consistent <laughs> prayer yes. mm-hmm. for me. Between the, the rosary every day and the, the three Hail Marys, that's yes. kind of, I usually, I can miss other things. But <laughs> that one is when, I, the one that I'm like, when I miss those things, it's like, oh man, my day is terrible today. Like, I yes. did not have a good day. You're like, did I say that? <laughs> You know, it's amazing, Father. You asked me about um, the little miracles I experienced with Mary. And then you mentioned how um, you go to Jesus mm-hmm. and that. Not to put down Jesus because I love Jesus mm-hmm. and I am the spouse of Christ. <laughs> you know, it's funny. As a, as a Salesian sister, I find myself going first to Mary mm-hmm. and telling her my woes and joys and stuff. And then... Um, going to Jesus next. But like a mom though. Yeah, like, don't exactly. You go, I call my so, mom and I'm like, mommy. <laughs> this is what happened to yeah, me. Yeah, you know, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because um, 
there are moments, and I'm not doing this, I'm not saying this for people to experiment at home, but this is just my experience. I would do this. I would pray to Jesus for this, this intention, you know, and kind of like time it. How long did he answer? <laughs> this oh is so gosh. bad. I know. I, I don't even know. <laughs> and then I would go to Mary and I was like, Mother Mary, this is what's happening in my class or this is happening in my family or this is happening. I kid you not. Eight out of ten, Mary goes first. I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying there's just something about... And so it's not that I don't go to him anymore. Mm-hmm. I just... Mother Mary, I'm like on my knees. I'm like, Mother Mary, this is what's happening. I love you. This is... And I know, never fail. I just know that this this intention, if it's a yes or a no or a maybe, she will she will show me the way. And um, we have a blessed, blessed Maria Romero. Um, she has this famous saying, Mary, go before us and show us the way. And it's true. A lot of, um, a lot of what Mary does... I'm already there, my child. I will show you the way. Don't worry. You know, you would think of our mother Mary. She experienced fear. She experienced being overwhelmed or even like contradiction. Having a baby without a husband. All the scandal. And so she knows what it is. She knows the severity of what we go through. And it's why I see like Jesus. Jesus can handle it because... He had a strong mother. Mm -hmm. Jesus can see the needs of the poor, of the young, of the things, because he had a mother who sees and so in tune with God that she sees with love. And that's why the first miracle was the miracle of Cana. You know, can you imagine you're partying, all that (laughs) stuff, and then who does that? Like Mary just sees him like, hey, Jesus. They don't have one. I'm like, Mom, you know, exactly. But like, that's it's just Mary, you know, she just knows how to trust. And that's what she teaches us. Mm -hmm. If she can only speak like, I know how hard it is. Mm -hmm. I've been there. I know how to lose a son. I know how to be embarrassed in front of people. I know how impossible things cannot seem to be impossible. I know how to suffer poverty. I know how it is that people will not like me or understand me or not even accept me because I'm not smart. I know it is that you're going to be you're going to be asked to do something you're not equipped. I know it all. But she never was proud. She's just like, "I'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. I I got you." You know, she's like our number one cheerleader and mm-hmm. stuff and 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 that. So, it's just beautiful. You know, I was just thinking um you know, if a young person would ask me and say, Sister Elfie, um, what will I do so I can be closer to Mary? You know, um, the simple thing I tell my little kids, the three-year-olds first, okay? Just talk to her while you're playing. Like you have this mother always with you. Mommy, this is what I'm playing right now. Then you go up to kinder or first grade. Every time you hear a siren or you hear Mary help invoke that powerful name, and before you go to bed, the three Hail Marys that we always teach. And then in middle school, you start telling them, like, start writing letters or, like, sit, tell her what's going on at school. Just tell her, like, talking to her more deeper conversation. And, of course, all of that will just grow into it. Um, 
you know, there's like four things that I shared when I made perpetual vows. You know, I said to them, Mary always says yes, because she knows God will have her back. Mm -hmm. God will never ask us something that we can't handle. So I said, fiat. Just remember those four things. Fiat. First, as Salesians, be faithful in little things. Don Bosco said, just be cheerful. I know it's not going to be easy. That's why be cheerful. <laughs> Every time we see Don Bosco cheerful, I'm like, that's illusion. like, oh, oh, there's something going on. <laughs> Don Bosco, because he knows that Mary will always go through and mm -hmm. Jesus will always provide. The providence of God is always there. Be faithful in every little thing. May it be cleaning the bathroom, cooking, which reminds me I'm cooking tonight, <laughs> um, or driving or anything that you're doing. You know, be faithful. For the young people, it's hard, like doing your homework, going to mass, or mm -hmm. if you're a parent, be faithful to your husband and your wife. If you're a single person, be faithful in being pure and living that purity. You know, and then that's F. For I, I, I challenge my little angels to be intimate to Jesus and Mary. Mary was never, can never say yes all the time if she was not intimate with God. Mm -hmm. If she did not know that God loves her and that she loves God. First, she knew how much God loves her. So be intimate and in that you keep in your prayer time. And that's why I know some young people, they can go to church maybe because of the situation they're in. It's not their fault, but they can always strive to go to Mass if they can on Sundays. If there's nobody who's going to bring them to church, it's not their fault, you know. But my older kids out there who can walk to church and drive themselves <laughs> have a different story. There's a sister. That's right. Okay. Okay, go to church. Jesus wants you there and receive Him even more. And then the, the next one, A... You know, it's good that even Mary was so intimate and was patient, kept all this in her heart, but she acted on it. Mm -hmm. She found out she was having a baby. What did she do? She went to go see her cousin, mm -hmm. Elizabeth. She's all about service. A lot of young adults right now, you know, I speak to some of them and like, sister, I don't know what God wants for me. And sometimes I ask him, well, what do you do for God? Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm working. I have this, you know, like... Yes, but like the one that you don't get paid for, <laughs> you know, that part, you know, you act on it as a young person. God will show you it's your interest, what you love to do, because even Mother Mazzarello, like I take a sister, I use her talents and glorify God with that, mm -hmm. you know, and so with the solutions, it's yeah. it's the way it is, you know, and the last a solution cannot be a solution if they don't know this. Be thankful. That would be tea. Having an attitude of gratitude. Don Bosco always said, you find kids complaining, teach them to be grateful. You'll never hear any complain. And so if we're always grateful, we will always have that hope. We will always see that Mary's yes, despite of everything else, it's because she's thankful. She's mm -hmm. thankful that she's bearing a childhood. She's thankful that there was a stable. She's thankful that all it wasn't easy. But she had an attitude of being grateful. Mm -hmm. So I think those are the words that I would encourage us. Let's continue to live our fiat every day. Let's be faithful, be intimate with God. Let's act on it and always be thankful at the end of the day because God will never fail us and Mary will always be there. Amen. Amen. Amen, sister. <laughs>
Okay, I felt that was like a monologue. This part you have to cut. Because like, seriously, you have to interject some parts there because like I was talking the whole time. You're a teacher. You don't have kids interrupt. I'm in, I'm in. I was here as a student. I'm happy with that. And all this is staying in as well. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) So then to finish then. Yes. Okay. So then you gave advice. That was beautiful advice that you would give to a young person. Yes. What about to a younger sister, Elfie? Or just Elfie? Elfie. Your hidden ears. To a younger, can you like a younger version of yourself? Okay. What advice would you have? What would you give? What would you want to say? <laughs> She's laughing, dude. <laughs> my former Elfie, my little Elfie. Oh my gosh! I would just say, you know what, Elfie, you committed a lot of mistakes, but it's okay. God loves you, and marries your mother. It doesn't matter what you've done what you've been through or what you're going through because in the end God would glorify you in your weakness in your brokenness and then you can proclaim the Magnificat my soul proclaims the my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord my spirit rejoices in God my Savior for he has looked in favor in his lowly servant little Elfie that's it <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> that was it, everybody. If you class is over. That was oh my beautiful. gosh. I just love this. I hope you guys continue wherever you are. The spirit of Valdoko is always in your heart. We bring them to whoever we meet and wherever we're working. So there's only one thing. What is that something that keeps us happy? And that's something that only you can answer. So I hope a big part of that is Mary. <laughs> Thank you, wow. sister. Yeah, beautiful. And uh, yeah, just a recognition that because we had, I want to bring this up because we had somebody give us a nice comment. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to, her name is Megan. Megan! Hey! I'm not going to tell her whole name, but Why? she knows who she is. Shout she out. gave us, if she's listening to all the way through this, but that, uh, you know, the, the really the one of the goals of this podcast is that we, we can share this spirits we can bring people into the conversation with this legion family and that people will know that they are they are loved even mm-hmm. if you are far even if you are in a place where maybe you don't have a legion presence near you um, but that we are that we pray for you that yeah. we care for you that we you know we hope that you are well and that uh that some of this the things that we talk about on this podcast can help you know that can help and strengthen you in your faith because we can't do this alone we can't walk this faith alone we can't live this life alone and so that you have a solution family everywhere even if not physically present but we are here and uh it's good to be together and um yeah so thanks for the shout out megan and uh <laughs> we hope everybody is enjoying but we'd like to just finish this episode another tradition sister elfie is that we always finish in prayer but the guest always leads us in prayer. So <laughs> if you could please close us out in a come holy spirit. Same reaction every time. <laughs> but yeah, you just finish, right. lead us out in prayer if you don't mind. I'd love to. Thank so you. we this is all of prayer. So we just ask God to be with us. Call to mind a person close to us. It could be our mothers. And um, we pray. Heavenly Father, we praise and thank you for gathering us, even the people in this waves listening podcasts. Two or more people are gathered in your name. You are in our midst. 
And we thank you for the gift of our Blessed Mother in this beautiful day of the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. You separated her free from sin because you have this great plan for her. And Lord Jesus, you called us to be pure in our baptism. Like Mary, we ask you to give us that heart. Dear Mother Mary, we entrust to you all these young people, all the family that is part of this Salesian goodness that you've called. We ask you, Mother, to guide us, to teach us, and to be with us always. Bring us closer to your Son, Jesus. Allow us to live out our yes every day like you did. That every day before we rest our eyes, we could proclaim our Magnificat. And we ask all those who are struggling, Mother Mary, all those who are far away from believing in your Son, that you will never give up on them. And we pray for these people that are very close to our families who are hard in their faith right now. Mother Mary, nothing is impossible. We entrust them to you and to your care. For every young person right now who's suffering depression or any mental thoughts that they have right now, Mother Mary, please be with them and their families. We ask in Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Mary, help of Christians. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. I love my mom. I love you, mom. Shout love out. you, mom. <laughs> and we invite you next week. Yes, we got uh, two more episodes uh, of this season, so we welcome you back next week. Grateful. Thank you, Sister Alfie. You're the best. Thanks, Modesty. You're the best. Uh, Vicky. Vicky. We love you, sister. We love you. I love you guys. Listen, anytime, anything for you guys. I mean, we're one family. Let's bring it. Let's bring it. On three. One, two, three. Sweet. <laughs>